This is the Bates Bobcast, our weekly podcast where we take a look at the week that was in Bates Athletics. My name is Aaron Morse, and this week we're highlighting some tremendous individual performances over the weekend from our squash and swimming and diving programs. We also take a look at the women's basketball team's first win of the year and introduce you to the world of club sports at Bates. All that and more coming up on the Bates Bobcast. Not one, but two Bates student-athletes were honored this week by the NESCAC. Bates senior Lindsay Progovisk was named NESCAC Women's Swimming and Diving Performer of the Week at the main state meet over the weekend. The four-time All-American won the 50-yard butterfly in 25.89 seconds. Progovisk also won the 100 fly in a national B-cut time of 56.59 seconds, and she finished first place in the 200 fly as well at 207.57, another B-cut time. Progovisk also had a role in all four of Bates' first place relay teams in the 200 and 400 free and 200 and 400 medley relays. It was a dominating weekend for both the women's and the men's swimming and diving teams as both teams finished in first place overall in the meet, beating the University of Maine, Bowdoin, and Colby. The men's swimming and diving team was led by first-year Alex Bedard. Bedard posted wins in the 50 breaststroke, the 100 breaststroke, and the 200 breaststroke. He is our male Bobcat of the Week. So first year here on campus, what's your experience been like so far here at Bates, uh, both with the swim program and outside of um, the swim program as well? Uh, it's been a lot of fun. It's been a very different experience than high school and club swimming. It's a definitely more team-oriented program. It's a lot of support from the upperclassmen helping us with either classes or just practices in the weight room, in the pool, no matter what we need, they're there to help, which has made it a very easy transition, and it's definitely made it a lot of fun. And then when you were looking around for colleges, I was here from right next door in New Hampshire, but what were you looking for and what made Bates uh, the best option, you thought? Uh, I definitely wanted a school that was ranked very highly academically but as but could also compete at a high athletic level also and I actually came to swim camp at Bates when I was 13 and 14 so I already knew that the campus was great and that the facility was nice and when I looked more into the high liberal arts level that Bates has to offer I thought it was a perfect fit and I'm very happy I ended up here and I think it couldn't have been better. Both the men's and the women's teams had their best years ever last season. How much talk has there been about that and, how, and you know, improving on it this year? Uh, I, for at least the men's team, we did lose a pretty strong senior class from what I heard, but I think our freshman class coming in is a very deep group with a great group of guys, so I, have, I don't see any reason why we can't be better than last year. And over the weekend, you won three events there in the main invite as uh, you guys knocked off uh, Maine, Colby, and Bowdoin. So what was working for you specifically in the pool? Um, I've been talking with Coach about different head positions and different techniques to go forward. But at the end of the day, it's just a matter of being confident and trying to just rely on what you've worked on in practice. And I have been training harder than I ever have, so... I just had to kind of have faith in what we've done here for the last couple months and just do what I can to 
perform to the best of my ability, and I think it worked out for the most part. And what was your reaction when you found out you'd won uh, each event? I was a little surprised. I definitely thought I could do well, but I didn't know I would do that well. It was it was a pleasant surprise, and I'm hoping I can continue to do that well in the meets to come. What's been the biggest adjustment for you to make here in college compared to when you swam in high school? Uh, definitely the weight training. In high school, there was body weight stuff, but never any actual time in the weight room. So that was a shock to my system the first couple weeks waking up and being more sore than I've ever been before. But I think I've adapted now and hopefully at least I don't get that sore again for a while. I know I, co I talked to Coach and he emphasized the importance of embracing the pain, kind of, right? <laughs> yeah, it's definitely one of, part of his mentality that if you can swim through the pain, then you'll be able to do it in a race. So in practice, it's always no stopping and just you just got to gut it out and just go for it. All right, and last question for you. What's next right down the line for the men's swim team? What should people know going forward? Uh, we have a meet coming up this Saturday against Trinity that should be a good one. It's home. And then after that, just keep going until NESCAX, and hopefully we keep the momentum going all the way until the end. All right, sounds good. Congrats again on Mel Bobcat of the Week. Thank you. The second individual to be honored by the NESCAC this week is Bates Women's Squash Captain Lauren Williams. She was named the NESCAC Women's Squash Co-Player of the Week as she won both her matches over the weekend. A straight set win on Friday against her opponent from Bowdoin and a four set win on Saturday against her opponent from sixth-ranked Trinity. For her efforts, Lauren Williams is also our female Bobcat of the Week. All right, so for you personally, these last two matches against Bowdoin and then against a highly ranked Trinity team, two victories for you. What was really working there in the court for you for um, for these last two matches? Well, I mean, going into the Bowdoin and Trinity weekend, I mean, um, we're missing two of our cap uh, junior captains, and they're huge parts of the team. And going into that, we knew we would be a little weaker than we should be, not at our full potential. So... And I, I personally have been nursing an injury, so going to the weekend was a little stressful. But, um, I mean, after the Bowdoin game, which was a heartbreaker, um, we never want to lose to Bowdoin. But, yeah, it, it was, like, tough to see. So the Trinity game was, there was a lot of incentive and emotion that went into it. Um, I know the team really wanted to get out there and prove themselves, and uh, that was my mentality. I definitely wanted to play well for the team. And, I mean, it's Trinity. You always want to go out there and... I have a personal connection to Trinity, so getting a win over them is unreal, and they're a great team. So, yeah, it was just a lot of emotions, and it's been tough the beginning of the season, but I'm sure we can pull through. Do you talk to your like, sister before and after uh, facing Trinity? <laughs> I mean, yeah, so uh, Coach said to me when I walked in, this could be your last game against Trinity, because, I mean, we never know when we'll play them next, but... So I told my sister that, and she was like, oh, good luck. And then I texted her afterwards, and she was like, oh, I can't believe it. That's awesome. Good job. So, yeah. But I know deep down she's kind of a little a little mad to know that. But I'm sure she's proud at the same time. <laughs> yeah. And now this being your senior year here, what's some of your goals moving forward personally and then for the team as well? Um, well, squash-wise, I, I guess, like I said earlier, I have an injury. I kind of want to get through that fully and come back strong and have a great season injury free and um, the team I guess they're because we're so young I just hope that they all like learn a lot this season and have a great 
great season to start off with. That's always what you want as a freshman. Um, but I think our team goals are just to do as well as we can. And if we reach our full potential, that could be anything. I mean, we could have un unreal matches with the amount of talent that we have on the team. So just realizing our full potential, I think that's our main goal. For the younger kids, what's some of the biggest learning curve you think for them? What's the hardest adjustments they need to make here going forward? Um, I think the biggest adjustment would have to be the amount of sacrifices you have to make on this team. Um, we ask a lot of the girls and it's not the easiest, especially when you're away most weekends in the winter, even in the fall. Um, it's a lot of time and effort that you have to put into it and adjusting your schedule and having your time management skills be on point, I think that's one of the biggest things, but um, I know that it'll come to them and setting an example is the most important thing. So I've been trying to help them all through it, but they've all been great so far. So no, Yeah, we've talked about squash being a very strategic type game uh, compared to chess um, on, on, on speed or whatever. And so when you're there in the court, what's your strategy typically against the opponent? Does it matter who the opponent is or do you have something that you typically just typically go with? Um, I mean, the opponent is a huge, huge difference. Um, I mean, you definitely want to know like what her strengths and weaknesses are, of course. But I personally just like to play my own game. I like to do the things that I'm best at. Um, but typically, after like the first game, my teammates would have been watching, and they'll come and tell me like, "You need to play this shot more often," or something like that. So it's a huge, as much as it's individual, it's a huge team effort to get an individual win. Like on Saturday. One of the, a lot of the girls actually were coaching me and saying like, you got to play this shot against her. Like, it was great. So, I mean, there's a lot of support and teamwork that goes into each individual match, yeah. And one thing I don't think we've talked about, a lot of these matches, they're self-officiated, right? Like the players from each team, how does that kind of work? Yeah, so um, it's kind of like democratic in the way. So we have one girl from each team um, refereeing and scoring each match. So. Yeah, it's it's kind of a interesting system, but it works, and it's it's I think the fairest way possible, I guess. So what's the, what's next for the women's squash team right now? Um, I mean, we have this whole of December break to go back home, train, and then work really hard because our first match back is our one of our biggest rivals, Middlebury, and then Williams the next day, and then St. Lawrence. So there's no days off <laughs> in December. And yeah, so it's going to be a lot, a lot of hard work. But as much as hard work, we need to like recharge our batteries and get refocused and prepare ourselves for the really tough season we have ahead. <laughs> so you're going back home to Zimbabwe for the break, or are you staying around here? Um, actually, my oldest sister, Trinity One, I'm mm -hmm. going to St. Louis. She lives there, so I'm going to go see her. And my my parents are coming over, which is great. Um, so yeah, spending Christmas there. All right, sounds good. We'll check in with the squash team after the break. Thanks so much. Thank you. The men's squash team won their 25th consecutive match over Bowdoin on Friday as they took down the Polar Bears by a score of 7-2. The women fell just short in a 5-4 loss. Then on Saturday, Ahmed Abdelkalik and Ahmed Hatata won their matches against number one nationally ranked Trinity, but the Bobcats fell 7-2 while the women's team lost 8-1 to the sixth ranked Trinity women's squad. On the hardwood, the women's basketball team fell to Clarkson on Friday but bounced back to get a nice win over Pine Manor by a final score of 76-64 on Saturday. It's the first career win for first-year head coach Allison Montgomery. 
All right, so coach, your your first win here at Bates against uh, Pine Manor. What really came together for your squad in that particular game? You thought? Uh, well, for me, I think the highlight of the weekend was um, just what a kid off the bench who started for us, Lee Henshaw, was able to bring. Um, you know, we faced some extra adversity this weekend with having um, one of our starters, Bernadette Connors, out with an injury. Um, so, and she's just been, you know, she's a leader for us. Um, just what she brings to the court, and she's been kind of handling the point um, some she did against Colby. So it was just um, that was going to be uh, definitely some adversity for us. And the way Lee stepped up this weekend, um, it was just very fitting because she has brought just really, really consistent energy and focus since the start of the season. Um, so I thought it was very appropriate. It didn't surprise me at all. Um, but she had an outstanding performance on Saturday, really carried us shot the ball really well, which is something as a team we're struggling with. Um, so that is really kind of what I'm taking from the weekend, just really kind of proud of her effort and the way she kind of stepped in um, when we were facing some adversity. Because yeah, you guys obviously you rebound you rebound very well, yeah. play pretty good defense. It comes down to just making shots, basically. Mm, yeah, I mean, it's, it's funny. We've talked a lot about, I mean, I can sit and watch film and you can talk about all the intricacies of the game and, you know, there's a lot of reasons and – yeah, I think right now we're um, really working through just having some chemistry on the offensive side. Um, you know, we've also a lot of what we're doing offensively is kind of new for this team. So, um, but yeah, it's mostly developing some chemistry. Um, and we talked about, you know, after the Colby game, it was that game came down to just a couple possessions. And, um, you know, we could talk about, like, like, we, like I just said, anything, you know, a lot of different um, statistical areas. But the bottom line is you had a couple more shots and you're celebrating a win. Um, and that happened to us, you know, Friday night when we played Clarkson, we made a pretty crazy comeback. Our defense got us back in the game. Um, and then we tied the game in the fourth, and then we just couldn't hit a shot kind of the, down the stretch. So, yeah, um, you know, sometimes you have to look at it like it's a simple game. you got to hit shots. And, um, yeah, so that, you know, obviously was a big reason that, that Lease really pulled through for us on Saturday. I know Nino is leading and scoring the first few games. It seems like in more recent games, other players have stepped up. That's going to be pretty encouraging, right? Yeah, absolutely. I think we really have to be balanced. I think another thing we're really trying to work on is shot selection, and that is a really challenging thing, I think, to develop and create as a team um, You know, while we're trying to develop this chemistry. And it's a delicate thing to coach, too. You know, you don't want to um, – you always want people taking shots that are good shots for them. You don't want to shake people's confidence, but um, just develop, you know, having an understanding of the tempo of the game, how to get a good shot. Um, we have just, I mean, we are taking so many threes <laughs> and not shooting it great. So we've talked about that a lot going into each game and just, you know, the rules of the game too. It's it's really tough to defend an aggressive ball handler. Um, and, you know, especially the start of the season, they're really calling that tight. And so we've been trying to focus on getting to the rim, getting to the rim, um, you know, when we're not really in a flow offensively to try to get something going that way. So, a couple of home games this week. Um, what do you know about your upcoming opponents? Yeah, we have two actually really solid in state opponents this week. Um, you mean Augusta has, um, they're actually 14 games into their season and um, they have a small roster. They only have seven kids on their team, but their starting five is really solid. They actually have a kid on their team who um, transferred out of Bates. Um, she's now a junior and um, really, really, really talented player. So, um, yeah, we're looking forward to a tough one with them, actually. Um, should be a, a tough matchup. And then St. Joe's, um, equally tough. They have a couple really talented players. They just played Colby to a two-point game yesterday. They beat USM. 
So that St. Joe's is always, you know, a tough main opponent. So we're really excited to be home, that's for sure. Um, really excited to be going into these games with a win under our belt. Um, so hopefully that'll kind of propel us a little bit. But, um, yeah, two tough opponents. All right, Coach. Thanks so much. Thank you. Did you know that in addition to the 31 varsity sports at Bates, we also have a strong club sports tradition? Overseeing club sports at Bates is Assistant Athletic Director Sue Harriman. Sue, first of all, for maybe those unfamiliar, what is the difference between a club sport and a varsity sport here at Bates? Well, our club sports are, um, they are run by essentially the student athletes. And so uh, students can um, submit progr- uh, a request to become a club sport, which these programs that we oversee have done that a long time ago. And they're able to uh, put together and manage the oversight as captains, presidents, treasurers of a club sport that we do not have a varsity sport in. I have oversight of them, but r- really it's a student-run program, which is which radically different than a varsity sport. I understand like some of the varsity coaches will support the club sports in terms of helping those events run, run essentially, right? Yes. Uh, I think a lot of people don't realize that every single one of our varsity uh, competitions is has there's a game manager so there's an out-of-season head or assistant coach and there's also an out-of-season team that helps support in the operations of our varsity and so uh, a couple years ago uh, when I started the oversight of the club sports I found with injuries and a variety of operational issues that it was probably a really good idea and I couldn't get to all the rugby games and all the hockey games Um, and all the water polo and everything else that we have oversight um, with the club sports that um, Kevin put in place with our game managers that we have now out of season head and assistant coaches do game management for our rugby and our hockey programs in particular um, because of the types of situations that come in during those competitions. And then students who want to get involved in club sports can earn uh, PE credits, right? They do. Um, If they participate in at least 80% of the practices and compete in at least a minimum of three competitions, uh, they are eligible to receive PE credit. And there's a lot more that goes into that with rosters and with end-of-season reports and a variety of things that the captains or the presidents of the clubs have to submit in order to receive that PE credit. One of the most successful club sports teams so far this winter is the Bates Women's Ice Hockey Program. We had a chance to sit down with senior co-captains Mackenzie McCray and Carrie Kissick. No varsity team here, so first of all, senior Mackenzie, you've played all four years. How do you even find out about this program and rise up to captain? Yeah, so my dad played college hockey at UNH, so I grew up my whole life playing hockey, and I really wanted to find a school that I could play. Um, so I was looking at some D3 programs, but I wanted to be able to like get into academics and still have fun playing. So Bates was a really good fit because, I don't know, you have more freedom, you can stick to academics, go to practice, or get as involved as you need to be. So. And Carrie, how about on your end? I was a figure skater forever. <laughs> um, and so going into high school, my family was like, either you're paying for your own coach or you're going to do a team sport. And so hockey was kind of... A giveaway so I picked that up and then looking at college programs I wasn't I was definitely not in the position that Mac was where I could not have played at a d3 level um, and so I was just looking for something fun and visiting people like 
loved the women's hockey program, whoever talked about it. it was, I didn't even talk to skaters when I visited, but they were like, oh, yeah, women's hockey. It's a good place to be. So I was like, okay, works for me. You were a figure skater. Now I know ice skating for hockey is much different. So what was that transition like for you? They put me... <laughs> So I played, I started doing JV. They looked at me for varsity because I could skate fast, and then I had no stick skills for, like, the first two years I was playing. But my coach put me right in on defense because I could skate backwards, and my first game went horribly. Um, I let in, like, five goals, I think, and I was skating with a senior who really scared me. Um, So eventually you figure it out. It's mainly the stick and the lack of a toe pick that throws you off. Um, But it's... It was an adjustment, but it worked itself out. Yeah, absolutely. Obviously, captain now, along with McKinsey here. And McKinsey, the high, the high, high, ice hockey team here are off to a very good start. Um, tell the people a little bit about your start so far to the season. Some high-scoring games, some exciting games, right? Yeah. yeah so we're currently three and one. Um, we're members of the ICWHL league. Um, that's about 13 games all throughout New England. Um, and there's playoffs at the end, so we have some incentive to win here. But um, we had a very exciting game Saturday. We won in overtime 11-10 to against Colby Sawyer, which was a great game. Um, we were losing 7-1 to after the first period, so it really had quite the comeback. Um, but it was a great effort from everyone on the team. Um, our goalie, Kelsey McDermott, is a junior now, and she's improved vastly this mm-hmm. semester so far. So she really held us in the game, and everyone came through, got some goals for her, and pulled out the win in the end. It was exciting. Nice, nice. Uh, how do you get the word out about the club team to get some more players You know, each season? We, the activities fair at the beginning of the year is pretty big for us. This We tend to like rile girls up and kind of just be like you sign up and like I don't I don't skate and you're like just sign up anyways and so a lot of the word got out that way and then this year we got more additions from um, girls varsity soccer and lacrosse and so we have some really good players from there who spread the word to their teammates and so we now have a really good number of surprisingly a lot of varsity athletes are playing and then we still have our big cohort of beginner skaters which is really nice, but we're huge right now. On our roster, we have 41 people, and not everyone comes to practice every day, so it works itself out, but right. we're essentially a JV, a varsity, and like a mini club team with, ha- with the numbers we have. Interesting. So when speaking to the, the varsity athletes, the soccer players, field hockey players who also play club hockey with you guys, uh, what would you say they tell you the biggest differences between their varsity schedule and their club schedule? Um, I definitely think it's a lot more relaxed at the club level. Um, It's kind of unique, though, because people really show up because they're having fun and they want to be there. There's no commitment level, per se. So, I don't know. It works out because people all want to be there, have fun, work together to get, like, towards a common goal. So, it's good. And then um, who's your your coach and, and what's the coach's role in everything? Our coach is John, and he's awesome. He's new to us as the head coach this year. Um, he's joined us for the past couple seasons occasionally during practice. He's a goalie, though, so he's really worked with, he's kind of been our working with beginners and goalie coach. But this year, we needed a coach. We went to him, and we kind of begged. And he was like, sure, why not? And it's been an awesome change for the team. He has so much energy, and he's very confident in us, which is really, it's Partially it builds us up in a way that could be a little negative because we still like, oh, well, John says we're the best. But I think he's a really good presence to have on the team. 
And then for maybe students who have not had a chance to watch a club hockey game, what can they expect when they come to see a game right here on campus at Underhill there? Yeah, well, we have a gorgeous rink and facility, so we try to get as many games on campus as we can. Um, it's a pretty good atmosphere. We usually have a lot of parents around, but we'd like more support from the Bates community um, just to get more into the game and get some cheering going. <laughs> and then as team captain, what's like your responsibilities in general? Um, I guess just helping coordinate practices. We work pretty closely with John um, to see what we can work on after games and what people can improve upon. Um, we also do all the scheduling for the team, like who, who we're going to play when, what time, all that, coordinating buses, EMTs. Um, yeah, a lot goes into it for sure. <laughs> It's a lot more logistics than you think it will be. Yeah. Because in high school, like being a captain in high school, you're more just like a social motivator and like kind of the loudest person on the team who's just there to boost everyone up. But now it's more of a real job where I wasn't expecting it to be as much work and like just calling people about buses and making sure we actually have a bus. <laughs> right, exactly. And then um, what's coming up for you guys? We have this weekend, we have, we're going all the way to Holy Cross for a game on Saturday, which should be good. It should be fun. Um, but after that, it's really getting, it's already kind of into the feeling of playoffs, where like every game we're kind of looking at rankings and who we're playing and what their record has been and how we're gonna face off with them. So how does this year's version of the team compare to the previous years? Um, we definitely have more of an experienced cohort mm -hmm. this year. Um, in the last three years, we would have probably a group of five really skilled players, but then some newer, weaker players, and we kind of meshed together to make a pretty decent team. But this year, we really locked out with a lot of varsity athletes who motivated their friends, as Carrie mm -hmm. said, to play and join. So we have a lot more skill and a lot more upperclassmen on the team. Um, so good leadership as well. And then you don't have to have any previous ice hockey experience to play so what would you what would you tell a student who might be considering joining a club hockey team it's an amazing place to be right now if they want to join they should wait a year because <laughs> we have had people who I think I love that it's getting such a positive recognition from everyone and that people are excited about it and at this point with 41 people it's like we can't all fit in the locker room um, but it was really like playing hockey my freshman year that was my social group that became like my home was on the ice and like with my rookie class and it's just a great community feel that you find everywhere at Bates but it's girls who are also passionate about something and rough beginners who are trying for the first time and who it's like clearly some of them have never played hockey before they don't know if they love it they just love the people on the team so that's my favorite part and that's come on by man we'll take you <laughs> I know you guys have a website right yeah, we actually do have a website. We have um, one of our fellow seniors, Katrina Bukta, does a lot of work with that. Um, so it's always updated with current scores and roster and some good pictures. So definitely check it out. Any other thoughts on you know your experience at Bates um, playing on the club hockey team through these four years? Yeah, um, it's really been a great experience. Um, it's weird to rise up from senior or freshman year senior year becoming a captain and really getting to like guide the path of the team um, and now being involved in such a serious league it's really become a lot more progressive since it was freshman year but hopefully we'll continue on this path we also have another captain who's a junior so she'll rise up and continue so it's nice knowing that it's in good hands yeah. but it is 
insane how Max said the team has competitively changed so significantly since our freshman year. And every season is a little different, but the heart of the team remains the same. And like the whole idea of you're not necessarily here because you're an amazing hockey player. You're here because you love to get on the ice and you love the feel of the team. And I think that's our best. That's like our strength. It's just that commitment to the community of the team. The women's club ice hockey team's next home game is Saturday, January 16 at 2 o'clock against Dartmouth. You can check them out and the men's club hockey team as well at Underhill Arena right here on campus. Next time on the Bates Bobcast, we will recap a busy week of Bates basketball as the men's and women's teams play at home Tuesday and Thursday this week and the men visit Colby on Saturday. Meanwhile, the swimming and diving programs welcome Trinity to town for a noon dual meet on Saturday. As always, you can find the complete Bates Athletics schedule at athletics.bates.edu. We'll talk to you again in a week on the Bates Bobcast. Bates, Bates, my